This is a HeadGum Original. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Can a mere two Jews that you can't forget? In 2010, they were big on the internet. And all things considered, their success is more than fair. Now here's one more effort for only positive motivations. They swear. Seven. Another podcast. Seven. Each app different from the last. Swiss Army Knife of Shows Meet you two emphatic hoes Whoa. Positive spin on an old classic. That's right. Manchi heard the feedback. He said, I've been seeing some people critiquing that the theme song is too negative. They don't Which like we wrote. that it's mean we wrote it. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of this reverse of every kind of internet comment, which is like, famously negative like these guys suck why is their show so positive this uh-huh. is the opposite people were like these guys are nice their theme song yeah. is mean we don't like it <laughs> yeah hey they didn't fail that bad yeah and so ferris is like let me update the theme song do a, a positive version i don't know if this Love is it. the new version going forward but i liked a little something new yeah we, we can use it interchangeably it's kind of cool mm-hmm. and the interstitials are going to be nice to us too aren't they yeah, that's the goal. That's the hope. Instead of going assholes, it's like smart dudes or whatever. That's awesome. That's awesome. Although you could, I, be, I, you could I, be smart and an asshole. Most smart people are. Because they're so intelligent, they could figure out ways to be mean to you. Yeah, and they think they're better than you because they're smarter than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. When in fact, they're not like they didn't do anything. All they did is just fucking be born with a different brain chemistry or something. Yeah. And then theoretically, maybe they like studied and tried to learn and better themselves. Oh, like they le- they, they're more knowledgeable. Right. Yeah. yeah. I guess there's lots of different ways of being smart. Yeah. That's kind of annoying, actually, now that I think about it. Like there's mm-hmm. only so much time in a day you can't learn about everything. So like this guy figured yeah. out how to game the system and be smart in a specific way. Now he's yelling at you about it. It's yeah, like, sorry, yeah. yeah, I didn't study that. I don't know what you're talking about economically, yeah. I guess. Like, back off, okay? Not everybody yeah. knows finances, bud. Yeah. And <laughs> I yes, mean, I know finances. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, like, I know a lot about everything, but I'm just saying, in general, if someone doesn't, like like, other people, we shouldn't yeah. look down on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? So you're saying you're really, you, you were just saying that 
people I'm were smart. smart were assholes. Okay. Yeah. You're really smart. At finance, that was me the trying to be like humble and sort of up. game the system in a cheeky yeah. sort of wink, wink mm-hmm. fashion to be like, right. hey, by the way, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. But then like, actually, yeah. I am that smart asshole kind of guy. Right. Um, what do you know about finances? Not finances, like, but I'm just saying in general, like world history, physics. Like I like okay. basically have a breadth of knowledge. I'm yeah, a master of all trades and a master brain. of all. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's the the saying is jack of all trades, master of none. You're saying master of all trades and a master of all, and a jack of none. Yeah, because everything you yeah, even I'm take a on, jack even of as no a, trades. Yeah, as a hobby, yeah. you become kind of an expert. You said history, so I'm curious. Um, don't what be you curious. Can... Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I was fascinated by history too. Like, yeah. Okay. So you just know it and you don't even care. Um, can you tell me a like little I bit basically, about, I basically figured out yeah. enough in AP US that I can like right. carry me. Okay. US history. Too. Let's check. Yeah. I know. I never really understood who was involved in the war of 1812. Do you want to run through that with me? Um, mm-hmm. War of 1812 happened in 1812. It was between, yeah. it was like the an extension of a few different battles, like a battle yeah. here, a battle there, and then all of a sudden it's like now it's a fucking war. And right. I think yeah, that I think that tends yeah. to be a lot of wars. So, so you're yeah. saying and like there America was just, was just like starting to be a thing. <laughs> but this was like before you everything I, you're trying to put it in like ultra like layman's pre- terms i could yeah. like yeah tell me what countries were involved the u.s yep and for sure and then a few 1812 others. i wonder who was who was like, president at that time uh, in 1812 yeah it was not jefferson you said, yeah it was well, you James said you Madison. were you said it was it was James Madison. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Of course, 100%. I don't say anything okay. that's like 12%. <laughs> I trust you. Do you mind if I fact check that? <laughs> fact check? It's a fact, Jack. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> it, it, it was James Madison. Yes, I know. Yeah. And you, all right, so... Yeah. That's great. You said you know a lot about history. You did nail who was president in 1812. Okay, so moving nail, on. Moving on. You did nail Let's the, talk I guess the start of the war shit. was a bunch of battles. You that, said you had a, a good segment. You were like, let's um, do this I'm, thing. Well, I'm curious because you said you were good at history. And then what else did you say? Bio or something or chemistry? Physics, yeah. Physics. Okay. Do you mind if yeah. I ask you a physics question? Please, like, I feel like I'm being put on trial here a little bit. So, like, I am defensive and I'm getting, like, upset. But, like, that's just, like, chemically I find Mm -hmm. myself being shoved a little bit where I'm like, whoa. The rate of change of momentum of a body is directly proportional to applied force and takes place in the direction in which the force acts. This is is something called second law of motion, the law of inertia, first law of motion, or third, that's not one of the options or third law of motions and i am i can ask for a hint but it would feel i can't imagine you would want one because you're an expert do you want me to repeat (laughs) so that was a that was a i thought you were telling me something you're telling that was a a multiple choice question yeah right the rate of change of momentum 
of a body yeah. is directly proportional to applied force, and it takes force. place in the direction in which the force an acts. Object, that's, yeah. So that's right. an object in motion will stay in motion, right? Uh-huh. Well, an I don't object know in motion. Do you that hear one. what I'm saying? An object in motion right. will stay in motion. That's so is that momentum. the first law of motion? That's inertia. Is that, that's that? That's not an inertia. <laughs> it's that's, inertia. It's like this body is going there. What, the thing that I just said... The thing that I just said, which is a question, which you didn't know it was a question at first, even though I think you did. I You did ask yeah. me to repeat it. I did repeat it. And you're not <laughs> answering. It, I think right, you're almost start, avoiding Okay. Give me the, the options because yeah. I, I, did, I, did, I tinkled myself Second a little bit when you were asking me. Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. like, my, I was split between like, okay, Newton's laws. And then also I did a little duty while what you are were Newton? talking. <laughs> you poo-pooed yourself? I did a little duty in my diapy. So now like I'm trying to like put that away, <laughs> decompartmentalize where it's like that's gone. I guess that's good because yeah, you don't have to go to the toilet because then you would spend less time studying and learning, <laughs> knowing shit. So like why would so you what were the three options? You just do duty in your diaper. It is mm-hmm. the second law of motion, the law of inertia, the first law of motion, or the third law of motion. Inertia. It's you think it's inertia. That's interesting. Um okay, let's see. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't inertia. Do you want it? That's. Let's say that we narrowed that down to to three now from the multiple choice. Because yeah. I do Just still trust your motion. Yeah. So yeah. is it the first, second, or third law of motion? Second. That's correct. I mean, the thing is, like, getting it right is like all <laughs> yeah. about paying the price, and like, I feel like I did that to an extent. Mm-hmm. To an extent. Yeah. So I was able you to do eventually. James Madison. I did do the second law of in, in, what is it? Mm-hmm. Momentum, inertia, emotion. The period of SHM does not depend on <clears throat> the <laughs> SHM. Yeah. SH- Why don't we even like just I'm make it quizzed. a simpler? What What does SHM uh, stand for? In physics. Yeah. SHM. I mean, the whole yeah, thing's jam. <laughs> nice. What does yeah. SHM stand for? And it does stand for something when you when you ask that question. It was like, by the way, everyone knows this, yeah. but now this is the question. Like, yeah, that question basically assumed that you already knew what SHM was. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we can still, if you want to, just you know answer. Yeah. That let's question. hear the let's hear the question, and I can sort of ascertain from different context clues with regards to knowing what different words mean mm-hmm. and what letters the period of shm does not depend on the phase constant energy yeah. amplitude uh or all are you coughing <laughs> i'm not coughing i'm just thinking uh, it's choking. coming out in like a quick little burst mm-hmm. boom yeah boom so that's yeah. probably molecule or particle physics i want to say the third one well, so you, you can't even remember what it is. So I want to say you're just gonna, do you want to just guess three? You I want to guess, guess three. amplitude. A, yes. But the, the question amplitude. actually was, what does SHM stand for? And it's uh, I think it has something to do with like particle or molecule or something like that. Simple harmonic motion. So it I think it is still related to that first thing of like, I you know, don't no um <laughs> any of the things you're saying i'm god you find crumble. myself <laughs> guessing um sometimes right sometimes wrong and focusing on the good be the bad yeah. in order to seem 
Amplitude was Smarter technically correct. Better. Really? Because <laughs> I did fucking know that. And like the way but you like they, backed me down. Well, no, made me the, seem well, like well I the correct had to answer was all. It just included am- amplitude. Like, why did I apologize for getting <laughs> shit right? Now I'm like mad at you. Like you're fucking inceptioning me to think that I didn't know shit, but I actually yeah. did know shit. <laughs> um sorry, man. Did you take You knew the president take, shit? <laughs> did you take physics in high school chemistry bio yeah i took physics as a senior mm-hmm. with a class of only juniors it was it seemed to be like a class for smart juniors or dumb seniors and yeah. i was the only senior in it um and i got a d in that class <laughs> <laughs> i got a d it's pretty hard it's funny because yeah. it's like, we'll put smart juniors or dumb seniors. It's like, no, they're all just like smart or dumb 16, right. 17, and Does 18. It doesn't matter if like, I'm 16 because or 17. You're one I'm year stupid. older doesn't mean you would be a smart junior. Right. You're still just a dumb teen. I don't have time. that much more life experience <laughs> here. Yeah. Like, they might as well put the smart seniors with the smart juniors yeah. with the smart sophomores. And it was the type of class where the teacher would just constantly talk in questions and just call on people randomly. It was so stressful. You, also like, known as the worst kind of class. Yeah. So you're just like standing there like, I don't know. I don't know. And then he says your name. And you're just like, I don't. I truly don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> and like sometimes I would just guess something like uh, refracted light and every people would just like snicker. <laughs> You yeah, know it's bad when the yeah, other kids are laughing. At you. Like even those students who roll their eyes at education thought that was really dumb. Yeah, it was like, wow, Jake, that was a that was a clear guess. We're not even talking about light, bud. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because I'm thinking about baseball. Obviously, yeah. I'm not thinking about this stuff. I'm, hey, I'm pretty good at writing, guys. Yeah, does that matter at all in this class? But actually, I Do think you I had care a D at English all too. that I know what poems mean, or like that's like <laughs> completely not part of this lecture. Wasn't fair. Um, Speaking of high school stories, since this that I guess that's what this segment has turned into is high school stories. In ninth grade uh, history, there was like honors history that I didn't do because I wasn't quote unquote good at history, which is just I guess reading a textbook and memorizing it. So it was like regular history. And one of my friends noticed pretty early on that the teachers uh, were Xeroxing tests from a teacher's textbook. And that was our tests every month. So he's like, I could just buy this book on like Amazon and we can have the answer to every test. We're like, all right, let's do that. And we just would literally memorize, instead of memorizing history, we would memorize the answer choices. So I would go in there being like A, A, B, C, D, A, A, B, D, D, C, D, and like just write and fill that out. And like, wow, you got 19 out of 20. You got an A. And right. So, so you'd, have literally to, you'd have cheated. to get like one or two wrong. Would you, would yes, you exactly. um, collude with your friends to be like, I'm going to get 17 wrong. You'll get three wrong or something. So like. Yeah, we, you guys we, weren't getting well, the exact same ones. Some people would get a hundred. They wouldn't be like that. In like, it's not like that difficult. Like, some people would get twenty out of twenty, and we would just get nineteen or eighteen out of twenty. We didn't have to like right. figure out exactly which one of us would get which one wrong. Um, and it kind of backfired because I got an A in that class, and they moved me to AP U.S. History in tenth grade. Oh wow! Which is like 
a next level of history. We like bypassed honors. So it's like, all right, we're sending you straight to college level history. I'm like, oh no. And like no cheating in that class at all. And that yeah. class was just a really boring lady who would literally for 80 minutes a day just be like, all right, let's learn about this thing and just read, like read notes. That was the class. So just like yeah. watching a really boring movie every day of high school. And then in three months, they're like, all right, here's your test. Write an essay on the thing I said four weeks ago. Like, I don't God. remember slash I cheated. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have cheated. I, this is all a huge misunderstanding. <laughs> Punish me. Can I graduate me still if I tell you? <laughs> yeah. Like you did so well in ninth grade. We thought like this would be just like a natural next progression. And I remember getting like borderline a C plus, like 80, 79 and a half percent, just enough for a yeah. B minus to save face in this AP US wow. history class. You know, what's funny. I feel like history, I thought history was insanely boring when I was in high school, like, but now I like history and the idea of uh, a sweet old woman just reading me 80 pages of history text sounds great. Yeah. That's like, it's essentially a podcast that I listened to. Yes, like, it was sort of the, it was the original podcast, but like she didn't do a very good job of like, Hey, let's make this fun. Or like, Hey, let me teach you about this thing. It's like, Whoa, why are you telling me about the 1988 world series? Like, oh, it's actually about the X, Y, Z affair. And this is why it was just yeah. like in 1912, the Gilded Age started when Woodrow Wilson, <laughs> I was just like, Oh, <laughs> this is so boring. I don't want to read and listen to you read a fucking textbook at me for yeah. a year. Man, history does see, like there's just there's so much like US history there's too much of and then you like expand that to world history. Like, yeah, that was a completely set. It was like American history for a year and it's like, "All right, now let's learn about everything else." It's like everything Lord, else. Jesus. Yeah. There's no right. way you could cram in everything else. Yeah. Like you, we talk about, we learn about the revolution, 1776, but what else was happening anywhere else in the world in 1776? Yeah. I've never, ever learned what was going on in China in 1776. <laughs> like it just, do they learn about it in China? They have to, there's no way that they're like, they're learning when our country was formed. Like, I, cause I don't know when any other country was formed. So yeah, but yeah. we're the fucking number one. They're learning about right. our shit. They're learning English over there. You hate you us because you ain't us. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's me as a history teacher. You're not watching your fucking local TV. You're watching Friends, aren't you? I bet you know what yeah. Chandler did in 2014. R.I.P. Baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. That was it. That was, I guess, high school stories. The segment. Let's take a break mm -hmm. and come back with another one. Love it. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm -hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a, and a masquerade. Mm -hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to 
you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms. Give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh. Love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even... Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's a that's non movement good. That's movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Cool guys. All right, we're back. Um, yeah. Here's a, a slightly related segment that Ooh. I've been thinking about for a while, but makes sense right now. Right. Uh, the segment is called Name One Thing That Happened This Year. Not this so it's, year it's The history lesson I'll continues. throw out a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's instead of history, it's just modern current events. But like, right. let's start with an easy one. What, name one thing that happened in 2016. 2016. Right. Yeah, so 2016, we that that is the the election, the Donald Trump yeah. Hillary yeah. Clinton election. Okay, even numbers are always a little bit easier. There's elections, there's Olympics, there's sporting mm -hmm. events. Things happen in 2016, right? Where I get messed up slash tripped up is if you nudge it a few one to three years after that. Like for example, can you? And feel free to play at home. It's mm -hmm. not that long ago. Name one thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> that happened in 2019. This is five years ago now. Mm-hmm. A lot of things happened in 2019. We were fully 20... formed adults. <laughs> yeah. Twenty. Looking for one thing. Okay. You can sort of talk your way through it, back into it, like based on like things that happened to you. Do you like, okay, what happened to you in 2019? Do you remember anything right. that happened to you? In 2019, let's see. So I got married in 2018. I moved <laughs> to New York in December of 2018. So, so that, that is basically, count. right. No, yeah. But as soon as I get to New York, that's that first yeah. year in New York City. What was stuff that happened that year? Where did Globally, I go? Locally. What did I do? This is pre-pandemic. Did we didn't quite know. Yeah. COVID mm-hmm. wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. All I can think is I went to Paris. <laughs> um, what was going on there? Nothing. I think. Was there a oh, revolution didn't, there? Didn't, uh, Notre Dame caught on fire. Oh, that's a good guess. Okay. Notre Dame I'm, I'm pretty, caught on fire. I'm pretty sure here. that because I, I went to Paris in 2019. Um, that was when I got food poisoning and I couldn't go to the church when everybody else did but i remember that it burned down i was like wow so i didn't go when i was there and maybe i'll never get to see it um the notre dame cathedral in paris the fire started april 15 2019 you nailed it yes yes dude you got it Um, right, I also know just your... from following Tottenham that they lost their um, Champions League game in 2019. Mm. Uh, Champions League final, which is kind of big. So I guess I could say who won it because I believe they lost to Man City. Um, but that you could also you basically always right. I didn't like. I didn't. Re- I didn't remember that happen. You could basically always yeah. say that Manchester City won the uh, Premier League. And you, yeah, sports is kind right. of a great cheat of this, where it's like, yeah, what so you happened try not this to year? Do that. Like, All right, let me. Uh, so right. I'll give you I'll, a okay. year. Give me a year. Okay. Um, Preferably an odd number year. Right. Let's go ahead. Let's say 2015. Okay. Solid. 2015. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so 2015. <laughs> the year. <laughs> This is also the you describing the War of 1812. Years. You know just as little, and you were 35 for it. Yeah, I was 32. We were living okay. in the uh, that big house on the hill, I think. Oh, we started HeadGum in 2015. I don't know if that counts. Yeah, no, but that's oh, yeah. just like to help us right. place it. Yeah. We started HeadGum in 2015, August. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were living on that house, of course, on the hill. Classic. Yep. The, I think we went to Australia, maybe. It was like the first year the Warriors won the championship. I remember watching a game in either Australia or New Zealand. Yeah, Anything I think that happening. was... Wow, when was it? I thought... It, the it first time either, we went to Australia guess, oh, yeah. was either 2015 or 2016. Yeah, I think, we, I think we we watched, we watched um, Warriors games. I think it was like similar timing in both Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, um, but yeah, 2015. I think that was that year. I think that was 2015. Yeah, yeah we, it was the we, first year because in New Zealand it was the second time they won. Yeah, I remember it was a lot less interesting because they had KD then. <laughs> yeah, and we were watching Stephen Adams, who's from New Zealand, on the Thunder. Yeah, they were showing those games. Mm-hmm. 
And now in terms of famous world events that happened in 2015, kind of weird that Obama was the president. Feels like yeah. that would have happened a long, long time ago. But no, Obama right. was president in 2015. Yeah. Still less than 10 years ago. I want to say the Notre Dame Cathedral fire. <laughs> but there's no the way, The faulty right? wiring was installed that would, would result in the fire. What about a royal baby? Like, wasn't there a royal baby that year? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. That's a yeah. solid guess, though. Solid guess, because it was like nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Kate and Will. I don't know much was about it the, the royals, Was it the royal baby or the royal wedding? Oh. That's a, one of those two happened on 2015, which was would be a world event. For sure. The royal wedding. Well, that was what? Kate Middleton and Will, Prince yeah. William? And everybody fell in love with Pippa Middleton, Kate's sister. <laughs> the okay. world met Pippa. Show me the royal wedding. Okay. Kate and William. Look it up. I'll say July 1st, 2015. Smack dab in the middle of our street. Smack dab. In the middle of that year, smack dab. <laughs> Hold on. All right. So uh, the royal, the the first one I saw was um, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So that doesn't no. count. <laughs> That's obviously um, not the one I was talking about. Yeah. William um, and Kate just, plus eight. Let's see. Good lord, it's so hard to find when this happened. Oh, sorry, buddy. It is 2011. 2011. Um, Which is another year you could have given me. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Prince George uh, was 2013. A few years later, they announced the arrival arrival of their daughter, Princess Charlotte. Um, So maybe let's see when Princess Charlotte was born. She was born in 2015. You said Royal Baby. Princess Charlotte is. It's not what okay. I meant. Yeah, I hear that. I don't know I anything that. that happened in 2015, all right? Is that what you wanted to hear? Was there a famous uh, plane crash or some shit? Oh, what about the 20... Sully thing? Oh, no, the that Miracle was like 2007. The yeah. yeah, that did. I think that happened when we were working at IAC still. Yeah. So, okay, let's think. Um, where were we in 2015? Yes, I already did this fucking thing. We were shooting our pilot. Yeah. True TV pilot. Is that world news? When did the Syrian war happen? The civil war in Syria? Because that really marred our pilot. Um, I think Russia launched its first airstrikes in Syria in 2015. So it was... Was it a civil war, though? Now I can't remember even that. There was something happened in Syria in 2015. This segment sucks. We're too fucking dumb. (laughs) It's so depressing. (laughs) This is only nine years ago, and we have not a single recollection. Yeah. I mean, I like, all right, how about this? Try to think of anything that happened in the last 10 years. Okay, just one thing that (laughs) ever happened. It doesn't have to be on a certain date. Yes, think about it has to be. Well, all right. Well, no. Let's reverse engineer it. Let's take a look at Miracle on the Hudson. Sully yeah. Sullenberger, yes, uh, lands his plane 
in the Hudson. What of year course. do you think that is? Let's each guess. I will say 2011. <laughs> okay, I'll go before that. 2009. And you know what? Fuck it. I think the balloon boy happened in 2015. <laughs> How's that for a world event? Uh, 2009 <laughs> is correct. You said 2009, right? Yeah. All right. Nailed How many it. people died? Accidentally. What? How many people died? How many people died during the miracle on the Hudson? I thought zero. Like, wasn't the whole thing that he landed the plane in the water and they all survived? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to trip you up. <laughs> That's actually incorrect. There was a swimmer that night that got fucking <laughs> sucked into the subterfuge. Nobody talks about him because he wasn't on the plane. Yes, exactly. They, a uh, lot of geese were dead. I looked up 2015 just because we couldn't think of anything. Mm -hmm. And honestly, these things don't even ring a bell to me. Yeah. I mean, there's some years that nothing happens, right? No, there's a lot of things. I just don't know anything. Like uh, Cuba and America reestablished ties. That was a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember that. The Greek debt spectacle. The 2015 Nepal earthquake. These are large things that happened that changed the world forever. Mm -hmm. And they just, nine years later, yeah. I don't remember any of them. I remember the debt spectacle too, but I don't think I remember that earthquake. What else? It, it kind of makes you think like, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't be sweating the small stuff or the big really. Nine years, we'll either be here right. or we won't. And yeah, maybe the Chinese stock market crashed in 2015 and that was a big deal to many, but does it really affect me now? Mm -hmm. No. So really, we shouldn't be learning slash caring slash doing anything for anyone because none of it really matters is what I'm trying to say. And this is the kind of history lesson that I didn't get in high school. They try to yes. make shit seem important to me. They do. And, and you know what? It's really all relative because in 1776, a decade-long period of Pax Sinica for China, a time of relative peace in East Asia, was led by the Qing dynasty. And you don't know that. We don't know that there was peace in China during our Revolutionary War, do you? No. Nobody talks about that, at least not here. Yeah. So let's pitch a movie called 1776, and it's all about that, that peace treaty in China. Yeah. So, like, you think, it's, you think you're going in there learning about Washington, Franklin, and the guys— and then suddenly, uh-oh, it's a rope-a-dope. That's right. This 1776 yeah. is about a peace treaty in China. And yeah. guess who wrote it? Jake and Amir. Did you hear about their <laughs> new movie? They wrote about a peace treaty in China. Why? I don't know. They thought it was kind of a funny little goof. Yeah. It's to a name a movie, to show us how, how narrow our viewpoint is. <laughs> from the but two guys who couldn't too. remember anything that happened in 2015. <laughs> wrote a history movie to teach you that anything is possible <laughs> we make our own history that's awesome dude all right let's yeah. take another break come back and talk about literally anything else i'm sick of being not knowing shit yeah thank you to rocket money for sponsoring this episode of our program hell yeah it's pretty simple it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings it's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it folks i had no joke over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so ah, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a 
freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most of it yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we've returned. Yeah. Um, And independently of all this history talk, I also had come up with an idea for a segment that I was just calling oral history. Um, okay. But it was going to be an oral history, and each time we'll talk about one year of our lives. So, oh, like, God, it's about me. So it's about yeah. actual shit that I know and care right. about. I'm sick um, of talking about oil and fucking yes. energy crises. Enough. Across the the U.S., but also Russia. Let's talk about what I was happening in South America in 2009. Scandals. I don't know okay. anything about any scandal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about relations. Or, yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, I remember one time just like reading, like I had a long train ride. I think it was like 24 or something. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm taking the train from New York to Connecticut. And I like bought the New York Times. It was the first time I ever read a paper. And I read it from cover to cover on this train. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit. There are like four different wars that I didn't know about. Like I only know about the the main one in Iraq, but not yeah. <laughs> like there was one in Colombia, and I was like, "This is insane." There's just there's just like armies fighting each other that I don't know about. Um, Putting the paper down and like looking at the guy next to you. Sorry, do you have you any this? fucking clue what's going on in Colombia? Because you're acting pretty nonchalant right now. You're why are you so coy? Um, anyway, this one's about you and maybe me and our freshman years of college okay which were two different years mine was in 2001 right and mine was in 2004 i mean my freshman year started out pretty eventfully because day three of school we move into the dorms on a sunday tuesday i wake up and a bunch of people are in my dorm room and because we have a small TV, like not everybody could bring a small TV to their room. Like some people are just like, I'm just going to bring my computer. 
I'll just, I won't watch TV, but like me and my roommate are like, let's bring a little TV VCR thing so we can watch TV. Anyway, I wake up and there's a bunch of people wow. watching the news in my room because it's 9-11. That was the yeah. big thing that happened, like day three of school. Which and that's something wild. I actually do remember what happened in two, yeah. 2000. <laughs> I, th- I want to say one, but it might have been two or three <laughs> yeah. now that I can't That was pretty easy. It. Yeah. Uh, so wow. that's how my freshman year starts is like by 9-11 happening and I'm at Berkeley and like everything is so like free speech, liberal, radical, like the real terrorists are in the White House. This is all because Bush, we're going to use this to justify a war. And I'm just like a freshman, like at a candlelight vigil, be like, whoa, these people are really <laughs> mad. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that school was like up in arms even before. Uh, yeah, it was like a liberal wow. hotbed even before 9-11. And then that sort of launched an entire right. other reason for them, everybody there to be upset. Out here in the Northeast, there was a, a spell where it was just like everyone seemed so behind Bush no matter what. So I'm surprised that like even in <laughs> September, they were like, Bush is still a bad president. He's going to go to war or something. Well, I remember at one of my friends likes to re- recall this joke I made at this 9-11. Like, it literally was 9-11. Then that night, a candlelight vigil slash speeches by people who were outraged. And one guy did say at the thing, the real terrorists are in the White House. And then I said to my friend, oh, my God, somebody better tell the president. He starts laughing. Everybody else is quiet. And he's oh cracking God. up at this 9-11 vigil. Of course, the guy meant the president was the terrorist. But right. The, yeah. The goof <laughs> is that, I guess. It was a Kiefer Sutherland-esque 24 expose where there was a terrorist in addition to the president of the White House. Made him yeah. crack up. We're at the vigil. Terrible place to be for two white freshmen who are like 18-year-old Jews from the Valley laughing at a candlelight <laughs> vigil in Berkeley. <laughs> Wow. I remember that I made a joke on 9-11 to my friends, too. That was significantly worse. I think I like walked into the cafeteria and I said, they shot the president while he was pooping on Air Force One. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Really. And then you said, hey, can you imagine if Steve-O stuck a fish hook through his fucking gonads and went fishing with Osama bin Laden? Yeah. My friend is like, oh, my dad works in lower Manhattan. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did he learn anything about how the president was taking a dump and got shot? Dump on Air Force One? They should call it Air Force Number Two. I'm so sorry. Is, is, are you able remember to get your, to her on the phone? Remember your uh, college humor video that we never shot because it was too soon? I think it might be time to shoot it because enough time had passed. Guy who won the lottery on 9-11? That's exactly right. I feel like that's a perfect, it's like a great Lonely and Horny episode slash yeah. Jake Namir-esque sketch. It was, did I, did we, like, did I write it as an article and then we turned it into a script or was it always a script? I don't know. It was, it was, it was a script either way, but I don't know if we were, you wrote it before we shot those kinds of things. But it was yeah. a guy who was like trying to get amped about winning the lottery, but everyone was depressed because it was a national day of mourning. But you wrote it I in wonder... like 2006, and everyone's like, well, this is probably too fucked up. Now that it's been 23 years, could be time for us to finally shoot this thing. I just tried to find it in my email. Um, <laughs> we wrote a, This is the only mention of it. We wrote a script last year called The Guy Who Won the Lottery on 9-11, but that might be a bit dark. It's also only five pages long, and we wrote it for College Humor. We have... Okay, so 
It doesn't. Was it this doesn't you trying seem... to pitch it as a a short film, <laughs> five pages long? I remember. I remember the script though. It's like the guy comes down. He like <laughs> has the winning ticket. He comes downstairs. Like fuck yes, <laughs> and everyone is like gathered around the TV. At one point, he's just like sort of like. Uh, makes a confident <laughs> remark and bites into a pear. <laughs> my uh my mom works in building yeah. seven. There was wow. there was somebody and like there's one of the friends who's like one mill. <laughs> yeah. Taxes. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the script. She's like, damn man, I'm so sad too. God. Well <laughs> well shit, what else should we do? Like Craig. Was the guy's <laughs> name Craig? I feel, <laughs> I feel like it would be insane not to do something, right? <laughs> to celebrate a little bit, we should go out. <laughs> I feel like otherwise the terrorists win in some sort of weird way. Besides, we can't really stop what happened. But I feel like I just won the lottery because I did. <laughs> <laughs> we should try to find that script. I think John Grimm has it somewhere. We gotta cast Jeff as the guy that won the lottery. Yeah, we, I mean, for a long time we were too afraid um, <laughs> to to make it, but it, I remembered it was funny, and I I think like I mean obviously there was there had to have been somebody who did win a daily lottery on nine eleven, right? Well, th- th- or that you know did they do a, a like a lottery drawing on nine eleven or maybe at the very least maybe they did it on nine <laughs> ten and yeah he woke up to find out the news yeah. It seems possible with the other news. It definitely seems possible. Anyway, yeah. what uh, devastating slash earth shattering slash momentous change in human history happened during your freshman year? Uh, George Bush reelection, actually. I think that was oh. <laughs> that was pretty big. Um, there was yeah, because we were like in the war, uh, and it was kind of like. Four more years felt like it was going to be four more years of that bad stuff, and then it was. But like you Um, were at a school where probably half the kids voted for him because it's like a a small school in Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think I told this story before. But like the the big events that I remember were the Yankees lost to the Red Sox in the (laughs) ALCS. Um, I believe they went up three nothing. And the Red Sox came back and won four games in a row. And And you left school. I didn't get out of bed for an entire weekend. I was like so depressed. And that was like, (laughs) and I was like, I can't care this much about baseball. Like, it's just, there's, it's not worth it. I'm so sad. And I was just thinking about all of the guys on the team. And I was like, they're sad. Johnny Damon is upset. <laughs> Jorge Posada is unhappy this weekend. Like, I'm so They're sad. They're like already out there in Miami partying. <laughs> you're, yeah, probably. you're much sadder than they'll ever be. Um, but everybody on my floor was like a Yankee fan. And we were all, we, all of us were like sad together and we all hated the Red Sox. And I like felt camaraderie with my freshman year, like my boys at our dorm. Um, but then like, I guess a few weeks later, uh, the election was happening and there was just ch- all of my, these guys were chanting in the hall for more years. They all loved George <laughs> Bush. One of them called me a kike at one point. And I was like, I, I can't go to school. That was here. after the baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it definitely wasn't 50, 50 at Moravian. 
it was, <laughs> it, I think I was like, you know, it had to be like 10 or 15% liberal. I was, I think I was one of the only kids that wanted John Kerry to win. <laughs> you were the only one that liked um, John Kerry and hated John Damon. <laughs> Yeah, or was Damon a well, Yankee? No, Damon. Damon was on the Yankees at that point. Oh God, I believe. Mind. Okay, you're the Unless, only one that no, liked John Kerry and John Damon. No, I think Johnny Damon hit a grand slam in that game or something, or at least he homered. Did Johnny Damon homer in the 2004 the ALCS? He yeah, because I remember. I remember um, being really amped because Johnny Damon he had like the caveman look. He had like the long hair and the beard. Um, yeah, and then when he came to the Yankees, Steinbrenner made him cut his hair, shaved the beard. I was like, "Yeah, these Red Sox are fucking crying over that." But I think he <laughs> was on the give him for that. I think he was on the uh, Sox in two thousand four. Yeah, he was. He was on Boston during that, and then he came to the Yankees after that. Yeah, yeah. God, he was good. Wait, but you were at freshman year at a college, and then you left after that year, or did you stay for the next semester or something? I stayed, so th when I was at Moravian, I, that first semester, I like, I did the normal amount of fucking up. Like, I think I skipped class a bunch. Um, I think I maybe like dropped one class or like elected to take it pass fail or something. Um, my grades were not great, but I was... It was it was all fine. I was like going to some classes, doing decently, fucking up in other ones, partying, had some friends. And then I don't know what happened, but the longer I was there, the more depressed I got and the more I wanted to go home. And then I would like, like on Thursday, I would cut all my classes, drive home. Uh, I told my mom and dad that I didn't have class on Friday. So they were just like, oh, great. <laughs> and I would stay home from Friday to Sunday. Uh, and how and long I was that like, okay, drive? Three hours. Three hours door to door. <laughs> it's a long, long drive yeah. <laughs> to do everything. And then weekend. I would, on Sunday, I would leave my parents' house and say I was going back to school, but I would just go to my friend's house and stay there like another night or two, skip all uh. my classes, <laughs> go back to Moravian yeah. or, you know, two days or something and then yeah. come back. Um, and then by the time the year was over, I was like, I think I, I had finals in all of my classes, um, but you were allowed to leave, you know, as soon as your finals were over, you could go home. Uh, some people had finals like in, <laughs> into late May. Some people had finals like that ended in the middle of May or whatever you, um, but I just, told my mom and dad like oh my finals i have the first finals and they're all over i'm gonna come home like may 10th meanwhile i just didn't take a single final i yeah. like did you have a plan like by the way they're because they will find out like there's yeah there's no world where you just are invited back to school honestly i would have blamed it on the kike thing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah in retrospect you i should have. go back to that school it's fucking yeah. filled with anti-semites yeah somebody called me a i loved pop. classes um, I, d I didn't have a plan. I, I mean, I knew that I wasn't going to go back when I went home. I was like, I'm not going back to Moravian. Um, so my plan was basically to get into Yukon, <laughs> go to Yukon 
and start fresh. Do a nice a bait and switch yeah. of the schools, and then just tell your parents, "Oh, that, that didn't work out, but I go to UConn now." Yeah, and would they be like, "Wait a minute, what do you mean you go to UConn now?" I didn't think they would ever even find out, and they wouldn't have because, like, I you had to log in online to get your grades, and I could just like yeah. lie and tell them what they were, and I wouldn't yeah. be like, "I got straight A's." I'd be like, "I got." three c's and two b's and my parents yeah. would be like oh that's all right not bad not bad yeah. um but <laughs> i guess i'll pay tuition now yeah yeah because they still they, have to write checks to the school right exactly so and that is how that's what <laughs> happened so they right. i guess the financial aid or i had i had like a partial partial scholarship to moravian and uh. <laughs> my dad got a letter that said that my GPA had fallen below 0.6. So they had to, uh, so I couldn't have the scholarship anymore. So, right. he, so he came to me and he was like, you got, what happened? You had a 0.6. Did you take any yeah. classes? And then he made me log yeah. in and he saw that I failed every single class the second semester. So there yeah. was just not really. Would yeah. love a videotape of that moment to just be like, was he mad? Was he sad? Were you scared? Were you laughing? Were you depressed? Depressed. The everyone was. Yeah. Everyone was very upset. Like, yeah. I think dad. My dad yelled at me. I was in the basement. I was depressed. My mom was crying. She came down and said, "Your dad. <laughs> your dad was crying. Uh, like we just <laughs> oh don't think God. you can." Like. <laughs> you've messed up every single year since high school and now and we don't think that you're ever like we like something needs to change what is it um yeah something something along those lines and actually my so, mom and dad both they both listen to the show now so i wonder yeah. if he, yeah, i wonder I want, if they have the same recollection of this story yeah I would love to interview them, actually specifically him, because I feel like my mom will just she she will be positive in in remembering. Yeah, uh, but I did. Or she'll I be like, hear... I wasn't crying. That never happened. We were never mad or like. Or they're like, yeah, that's exactly what went down. Yeah, I think that they've both told me before that they were like scared that I was never ever gonna, you know, make it yeah. because I just couldn't. <laughs> I failed everything. <laughs> This is therapy. You yeah, never talked everything. about this in a professional manner. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. That, that um, had to have changed something within you because you didn't. You then didn't just become like a guy that works at a lumber yard from nineteen to thirty-eight. Yeah, but I mean, I never school never clicked. I didn't like. I you must have. Had I didn't like get an into UConn. Something or other. Maybe, yeah. Or I didn't like get into unmedicated the only, X, Y, and Z. The only school I could go to was Southern because there wasn't an application. You just paid and you can take a class there. So I like took like two college. classes. Yeah, I took two classes at Southern. And I think it happened again. Like maybe <laughs> I, I, my parents were like, let's not overload you. Take two classes. Yeah. Um, and I failed one and I got a C <laughs> or a D in the other. And maybe I even yeah. failed both of them. Um, yeah. I feel like 9-11 happened during my freshman year and your story is more depressing, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> why do you have a sadder freshman year than mine, which literally and a sadder sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, they were really all bad, basically until junior year. And then what happened junior year? Like, it's not like you then got ADHD diagnosed and started taking Adderall and started focusing and went to school. Yeah, well, during sophomore year... So it I, it all started with freshman year, 
when I was depressed alone in the dorm room, I was looking at College Humor and I read articles then. I believe I read something you wrote and I read something Streeter wrote. And then I submitted kind of, um, I th- and then, and then I didn't submit anything then, but I was home for the summer after I'd gotten, after I'd like flunked out, I submitted an article. It was like, you have to submit, um, submit a writing sample was what it was asking for. And I submitted a uh-huh. writing sample for something I had written. Um, cause I was always like interested in writing. I like tried to submit something to like the new Haven register, um, guy who won the lottery on nine 11. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I submitted, and I submitted that as a writing sample to Streeter being like, could I write college humor articles? And he was like, uh, this is great, but it's too specific to new Haven. Cause I think the article was like first date ideas <laughs> that you can do for cheap in new Haven. And he was like, this is yeah, great, but it's specific. too specific. Yeah. And, and I was, and he asked me to change it. And I still remember my first article was something called the lost art of the first date. And mm. Uh, and I like wrote it and I think it was like all in the, in the character of like some confident jackass. It was basically a bad date. It was lonely and horny in 2004. Right. So Um, you did that while in school and then, or while waiting to go to Southern. So then I was like fucking up at Southern, but every month or two, I would have an article on college humor that remember that back in those days, the articles like 500 words and they would sit on the front page for like three or four days. You could have an article there yeah. for the weekend. Um, so I think that like having some semblance of success and something that was going well helped me one keep or one feel like my life wasn't completely failing. Um, but it also made me give up on school faster because <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> Why do I need to go to Southern? I have an article on college humor, which, yeah. you know, isn't impressive to my parents because Did they ever like want in- you to see a counselor or anything like that. No, no, they weren't like therapy slash medication slash something. I wonder if that happened Definitely this year. Not. Everything would have been different. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe they would have made me take medicine. But like back then, way back then, way back in 2004, you were yeah. just allowed to have ADHD, but I don't think I really had ADHD. I think I was lazy. I don't know what I don't know what that what diagnosis would be. <laughs> It'd be kind of interesting to talk to a therapist about it too. Maybe I'll go. Right, but yeah. everything's fine now. <laughs> Everything turned out well. So jokes on you, I guess. I didn't have yeah. to learn anything about myself. I just sort of backed into a job, and then. But at College Humor, did you take it a lot more seriously than school? Or were you like, did you have the same habits at school as you did at the job? Yeah, I feel like one of the one of the excuses I always had for being bad at school was like, I don't want to go to school. I know what I want to do. And I knew that I wanted to write. I knew I wanted to be a writer. But I mean, if I had a kid that was saying that to me now, I would be like, well, you have to do well at everything to prove that you can also do the thing that you like well. But it was, <laughs> I was just like so entitled that I was like, no, I'm going to fail biology because I'm a writer. It's like, well, yeah. you're 17. You're not anything. <laughs> you're not a biologist or a writer, actually. Yeah. You're, you're actually just some piece of shit living rent-free in the basement, stealing the car on the weekends. <laughs> Do you think if you went to high school or some sort of school now, you would fall back into that uh, 
negative feedback loop or you're like, now I have sort of overcome it and I'm interested and I'm down to learn and blah, blah, blah. I think now I, I view myself as being like slightly more collaborative and like aware of people's feelings and efforts. Like if I went back to school or something now, even if I wasn't into it, I think I would like value the teacher's time and respect them, which was something yeah. I didn't do as a, as a child. <laughs> As a shitty teenage boy. Yeah. There's nothing There's nothing a teenage boy does less than respecting other people's time slash adults <laughs> in general, yeah. especially at school. Um, this is a great segment. Let's next time not talk about me and we'll like pull out one of your report cards or something. Did you have like written report cards? <laughs> uh, we must have had them just sent to our house, but I don't know if my mom like kept any of them. Let's, also, let's now that I admitted to cheating... Out. I might get yeah. my high school <laughs> diploma revoked. Let's get your records. <laughs> Just break into the Milken Community High School database and see how I did. <laughs> be awesome. I'm sure it would be very boring and fine. Like half B pluses, half A minuses. Right. Yeah, I think yeah, in our school we had like the the teachers had to like write paragraphs about us. So yeah, it wasn't. We got grades, but we they had to be like explained. Yes, exactly. Much more holistic. Ours was very just like, you got an 88. That's a B plus. Bye. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My When I was in public school, the report card was just the letters next to the names of the class. But then when I went to Hampton Hall, it was like, it was more about the page and a half. Holding. Just yeah. recap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't worry about the B minus. We don't like to think about that. Yeah. I want to talk Jake to you got a James Jake got a B, but he's actually pretty bad beyond that. <laughs> Don't, Don't think the B is fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Interesting episode. History slash personal history. So yeah. maybe next time we could talk about the future a little bit. I love that. I'm sick of I'm sick of the past. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the future, we're still making uh, Patreon videos on patreon.com slash JA. We're watching um, more and more Jake and Amir videos. We're watching Fired. I guess that is yep. more about the past. Um, right. And we watch probably 300 Jake and Amir's at this point, maybe even more. Yeah. And they're all amazing. They're all incredible, each better than the last. So you can check that out at patreon.com slash JA. And of course, we'll yeah. be back here next week. We're doing these on video as well so you can watch it on our youtube channel so watch yep. us listen to us we appreciate it either way and we'll be back next week peace thanks again ferris for the positive theme yeah bye everybody that was a hit original <laughs> <laughs>